Have I ever told you how seductive our intro kind of sounds? Have I ever told you I probably should have peed before we <laughs> started? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you, I probably should have. Oh, you got to hold it for the next 50 minutes. Of course. Well, you know, whatever. We're going to hold it. The, the... Yo, go in this. <laughs> this nigga handed me like a urine sample container that they gave him at his job. He works in an office. He works at like you work at like like planning for like for like. Well, like, don't say the, where I work. Don't say where. I, work. I don't say where you work, but I'll say what you do. Okay. You work at like planning for like layouts and like reconfiguration and reconstruction. Some shit. Some engineering fancy shit, right? Right. Anyway, nigga came with like test tubes. I'm like, what do I do with this? Do I pee? Do, do, do you want a sample so you can collect my cells and so we I, can form the funniest creature on the planet? I like, don't even know who gave it to us. Like, I saw it. You know, the worst part is it was filled with candy. It's filled with candy? So, like, children could get it or something. I don't oh, know. my God. This thing's shaped like a robot dick. I don't, I don't <laughs> it's know. It's, like, shaped like a turkey baster type thing. It's a, they gave it to us at a job. It was full of candy. I mean, the Jolly Ranger right now. So, I, you know. Ew, you ate out of this fucking plastic n- dick? No regrets. All was, right. What kind of, what kind of fucking uh, candy is it? Cherry Jolly Ranchers? This is watermelon Jolly Ranchers. Oh, they racist. I think so. A little bit. Just a little, a little? bit. A little bit. On the, uh, I guess this is episode 27 of the Two Belts Podcast. Absolutely. Shout out to that. Um, this is Jamil and you're Carlos over there. And, you know, I guess the, just no real sort of music news. In this oh, no. J-Rock's album dropped, even though it wasn't supposed to. No, I mean, I, I I believe it was always supposed to. I don't believe any of that. Like, we initially planned to drop it so and so far away, and as your pre-orders <coughs> were ordered, the date would move up. I don't believe any of that shit. Really? But, no, I don't believe it. I believe oh. it was a ploy. It was, it was, it was their ploy. marketing ploy to sell the album. I guess. And make people believe that they're actually being supported. Uh, uh, mm. So, yeah. Wait, let's stop broadcasting on Ustream, too. Oh, damn it. Shout out to the Ustream people. Yeah, we we ended up on Ustream for a quick second, so um, sorry about that. FCC got, well, no, I'm not it's that Ustream. Sorry. No, it's Ustream. It's, it's Ustream, app. and we didn't record it, so yeah. it never happened unless you watched it and recorded it. So but in terms of, yeah. If you're doing that, you snitching. And if you snitching, I'm gonna fuck you up. In terms of J Rock's album, they had this thing where they project they they initially it was initially scheduled for release in like August 2016 or something, and they they said like they moved it you, back. No, as you no as you pre-order the album, mm-hmm. and more people who pre-order it, the release date will move up. So eventually, it moved up to like December 2015, and then like you know some other date closer, and then it ended up on September 11, 2015, and I'm like oh. What a fucking coincidence. It just ended up like two weeks after you announced when the album was supposed to drop. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, I don't know. I think that was the market employee the entire time. I People are a fan. People not a fan. I mean, I think it's a very creative market employee for the lack of money they're putting behind them. Um they they did what they could. Yeah, he did what he could. Um, so I listened let, to the album. This let morning. me cut into like reviewing this album first mm-hmm. of all. It's like if Kendrick Kendrick Lamar's album is good liquor, this album is kind of like cheap beer. <laughs> like I don't disagree, but I you know, for me, I guess <clears throat> this is the this is like an underrated kind of cheap beer that's kind of good. Yeah, it'll get you drunk. <laughs> but the piss that you're going to have to take in the shit in the morning you're going to have to take isn't going to be so fun. I See, here's the thing with this album. I didn't hate this album at all. I didn't hate it. I was just underwhelmed. I don't I'm not underwhelmed cuz I never I was never like whelmed. I think for what it was, it was a pretty solid good album. Um Nah. Do, do you want to? All right, all right. we, nah, have, we have conflicting. Yeah, this is one of those moments where we have very conflicting. Um, I thought it was really, really good. I feel like his selection of music was like, like the instrumentals he selected was tr- not very good. <laughs> I feel like um, the only joint that kind of saves this is the Vice City, the Black Hippie joint, the Vice City. You think that saves it? I don't even think that one's all that good. I think it's cool. Cause oh no, because I liked I like the other verses. Because honestly, without them. I like the Schoolboy Q verse. Yeah, that verse is really good. But um, without it, it kind of felt kind of stale. I, yeah, I think it um, It was really, 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 really. I, I, I think that song is in itself. A lot of people are going to gravitate towards that song because it has, of course, all four members of Black Hippie on it. Kendrick, Ab Soul, Schoolboy Q, and J-Rock. 
Absol, aka Hubert Farnsworth, a rap, my nigga, he's always dating, rapping about that science. He's dating that really, really fine Spanish chick. I forgot her name. Really? Yeah. His he, mouth looks like a crusty toilet seat. <laughs> yo, that nigga looks. Yo, his mouth looks like it's made out of two backwoods. That's fucking. His hilarious. mouth is mad brown. <laughs> it's, it's a new. Is that what happens when you smoke too much? Mm-mm. No. Because look at my lips. I. I Absol probably smokes way more than you. Smokes way more than me? Then he sleeps way more than me. If you smoke more than I smoke, you're sleeping. Probably. I, I wouldn't put it against him. But in terms of this album, I think, um, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the album. I thought, you know, I never listened to a J-Rock album before this. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was really never interested in J-Rock. I was really never. I'm not someone who, like, crave. Oh, I need this new J-Rock song. This shit sound tough. It was not until, like, Top Dog and Kendrick really got popping. Now I was like, okay, J-Rock's in here, too. Oh, he's a great lyricist. Let me pop into him and listen. What do you got to say? He did great on Money Trees on Kendrick album. Killed that shit. Um, so I'm really, to me, this was just like, I'm just listening just to see how it was. And I wasn't disappointed at all. Mm-hmm. I think he had a great selection of songs. I thought the sound was kind of cohesive. The sound is really, it's really, like, it's really... It's the top dog sort of format in terms of their general sound, in terms of the soul and really, mm. really close to hip hop. Mm. I think, honestly, the way he raps, mm. I... Me. Shut up. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I want to say no. Why is that their formula? It's not It's not going to be a successful... I mean, you have consistent... No, it is their formula. It's their sound, because I think they have their own sound set of in-house producers. <clears throat> or I know that. Producers that they frequently, you know... They got with. Ali and... um. Right. Who's that other nigga? They got like two or three other producers that yeah. work with them constantly. Let, uh, let's look it up. What area code is that, by the way? Is that like from downtown Los Angeles? I have no fucking clue. Okay, he's got like Black Metaphor, Smokey Got Beats, um, Cardo, um, just a lot of, okay, Antidote. He's got a, I think this sound is really, really like a, You when you listen to this, you're like, ah, oh, this is a top dog album. Like, I can, I can understand, because it's similar to Kendrick's album, it's similar to Schoolboy Q's. Um, habits and contradictions, maybe more than that. Similar to Ab Soul's album, and similar to J Rock's, I guess. Follow me home. I haven't really heard it all that much, but the sound is definitely similar. I honestly, think J Rock's style in terms of just rapping is like he's like the missing link in between like old school West Coast hip hop, which is like Ice Cube and all the Straight Outta Compton stuff, and then this new school. With like Kendrick and like other people like that, I think he's sort of the link because he has similar styles to both. I don't know. I just not feeling this shit. Like you couldn't sell me this on like a really good day. I, I it's not one I would buy. <laughs> yeah, it's not one I would buy either. I and would I don't, humbly download nigga, it and tell other people. It to feels buy it. like because I've been to like since I live in New York, and you know everyone's like a fucking rapper or producer or whatever. I go to a lot of showcases. A lot of my friends perform at them and they do well. And then I see some other people and they don't do so well, but they're they're very lyrically inclined and things like that. And that's what this feels like to me. It feels like I went to like. No, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think you're gonna get in terms of just like songwriting. I don't think that's his strength at all. In terms just of just bars, 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 bars. Schoolboy Q and the Kendrick Lamar, they've got songwriting down, and it yeah. took it. It took Schoolboy Q a long time to get sort of that songwriting mm-hmm. down. Chill, Habits was good. Habits was really good, but he didn't really get into the real songwriting until his debut album, Oxymoron. Songs like Studio. Oh, Studio and, is very much a songwriter. So. Yeah, yeah, songs like the incorporating like bridges and you know pre-verses and hooks and all this or the other sort of things into his um mm-hmm. into his music i don't think he's necessarily there but i don't think he really wants to do that i think he really just wants to spit um mm-hmm. there's i love that song there's very few filler tracks on this album one could argue because it's in. cut down it's cut down so there's no real filler yeah there's no filler at all i like no filler i'll be honest with you. yeah like, i know i if, like I like it too. I like it when you can listen to a whole project like the less as a filler, whole. Yeah, the less filler you got. Like some people, I don't know necessarily their you know mind process when going through this album. But seventeen tracks, I'm like, you've got at least three fillers in there. Yeah, you got at least three tracks that are not so hot. Not necessarily should be in there. You know what? It's like it's like that that Atlanta shit where they give you mad volume. Right. They give you mad volume, couple bangers, a couple tracks that you just forget about. Yeah. It's a, is that happened with um 
who's that? Who's mixtape I tried to listen to? I like I tried to listen to Bankroll Fresh the other day. Oh yeah, I heard about this boy. Yeah, I was. I'm trying to listen to Bankroll Fresh. I tried to listen to Young Dolphs too. Yeah, I don't think you like Young Dolph. Nah, I, don't I like I Young Dolph because I like Gucci. So yeah, it's not that different for me. Uh huh. It's just a different accent. It's even slower than Gucci. I fucking and also um so I guess. In terms of just summarizing this entire J Rock album up nine zero zero five nine, I don't even know if that's like the like is is that how you want us to say it like in nine hundred fifty nine nine zero zero five nine nine zero zero five nine because it's an area code. Okay, cool. All it's right. a California area code because it's like it starts with nine. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it starts with nine. <laughs> I mean, oh, you're you're not wrong, right? I don't know if I'm, I'm wrong not. or not, nigga. <laughs> what do you rate shit? this album up? Oh, I give it like. One chopped cheese. Uh, it's not that late. I give what it. A, I give it like three. Yeah, three. I give it. Oh, three. you being too nice, nigga. I'm not being too nice. I'm too fed. Like I'm fed up of like rappers that get high demand, not putting out high quality work. I don't think he was in high demand either. <laughs> like I think like in terms of J Rock is like these like yeah, but their fan base, like their black hippie fan base, like their Kendrick Lamar fan base, kind of wants J Rock's fan base is different than the black hippie. Like most people, I guess who. Listen to Kendrick Lamar. I don't think we'll buy every single part of Black Hippies out. True. I don't think the seven hundred thousand people that bought to Pimper Butterfly are gonna go out in swaths for a fucking um, you know, this J Rock album. I don't think it necessarily works that way. But I think um, I think he has. He doesn't really. He's not really appealing to anything that sort of go beyond. You know, he's appealing to his core fans. With this entire album, and I think it was a good. I think it was a good solid album. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. You know what? I'm album which I wasn't mad at either. That we didn't discuss last week. This K Camp album. Oh damn! I didn't even give it a listen. The K Camp album. I need that shit. I need that shit because it's that Dirty South shit. Hold on. Let me see. Let me let me pull this shit up. This K Camp album was so. I listened to it. All right, I'm not even. He's a he's a good um he's a good on the radio waves ass rapper. Like the only way is up is called that album, and I listened to this. Get this while I was in the supermarket. See you, man. Later, man. Um, I listened to this while I was in the supermarket. And Word? Yeah, yeah. I was buying mad shit for Labor Day because we were cooking. Nigga was buying sorrel. <laughs> Stop running. You buying sorrel? I was buying mad different shit for Labor Day. Mad. Go to the supermarket. Nigga buying a pound of gold. Get fucking get some tomatoes and you know all this other shit. So I was getting all that shit, and I was listening to this album, and I was bumping. I was like, "Yo, this is pretty tough." Like, I'm mad that no one on Twitter is talking about this fucking. Of album. course they're not, because we we it's a bunch of New York niggas. So it's not New York. I shit. I don't follow just New York niggas. It's not New York or East Coast shit. They're I, not fucking with it. Like niggas was talking more about Slim Jesus <sighs> and his stupid shit. Maybe we we'll talk about that after, but uh. I'll talk about Slim Jesus at the end. The K Camp K Camp's album, "The Only Way Is Up," is fucking good, and it's like. They say he's like, you know, his songs are bigger than he is. I disagree. He's actually really short. That's what I think they mean. <laughs> no, he's dead ass mad short. I disagree. Him and Key were kind of short. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't seen him stand up. I've only seen him sit down at the Breakfast Club interview. I watched that interview because of how good this album was. And I was like, maybe I should check out the character. And he's really funny, too. Like, he doesn't give a fucking shit. Yeah, you could tell by his songs. Yeah. Like, your whole will gets late. Your whole will gets late. Right. And he's got the song. You Smoke the, a little bit. Yeah. And you get fucked up. The, I this nigga kind of ran the summer low-key. Cause I don't it's know like, if he ran anything, but he definitely was like, he's, de- he's definitely no, like. low-key, like I'd hear at least one or two of his songs at like every event I go to. Have they started playing Money I Made? Nah, that shit is a banger though. I played this on the, we'll talk about the show that I had in the middle of the week anyway. But yeah. um, it was, it's. I played this. I really, really like this song. I really like the, the majority of this album. I think a lot of people are sleeping on this album. So yeah, if you that. if you have not heard Only Way Is Up, please do yourself a favor. If you just like, you know, Atlanta stuff, this is really refined. Like, this has got a lot of radio Yeah, because he works with the same producer constantly. What's his name? Big Fruit? Yeah. He, he, he's got a lot of joints on here that could just be singles, like, more than just like shit that probably will end up on Vine. Even though this shit could end up on Vine too, honestly. But like he's got a lot of great shit here, and you know, I'm I'm giving my co-sign to K Camp. I give this album like also maybe like three out of five as well. I give it 
Well, I haven't heard it yet, but I know I'm going to like it. Yeah. You, so yeah. I'm going to give it like 3.5. <laughs> I haven't heard it all the way, but I've heard all like most majority of the joints that you see on there. Yeah. Because just, they just end up on the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was, it's, it's fucking good. If you have not heard the K-Camp album, mm-hmm. knock yourself out somehow. Um, yeah, so that dude I was talking about, Big Fruit, you, you see his name like 50 times. Yeah. Him, Sino, all that. That's hilarious. That's a hilarious producer name. Yeah, I would no man for listen to Big Fruit. <laughs> no man. Oh, um, can I talk to you about this show I did in the middle of the week? Yeah, of course, because I wasn't even able to make it. I have work on Wednesdays, and this nigga's like, "Yeah, I'm doing two belts radio so, in the middle of the week." All right, so on on Sunday, I, I've been thinking about this for a very very long time. So of course, you know, we're recording this out of a radio station. <clears throat> so I was like, and I'm like so influenced by listen. I talk about Apple Music all the time. Maybe perhaps too much. Maybe OVO I'm Sound trying radio. to six six six. <laughs> Maybe too much. But I'm so like, I'm like crap. Like they're getting all these. Look at all these popping ass artists getting these songs like fucking in rotation of people's thing and really influence. I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to take all the songs that I like and make sure it gets out to the people. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I'm going to do Two Belts Radio, Two Belts Music, something like that. Yeah. So hopefully someday, like in like the next few weeks when business is slow at my job, I'm not going to tell you all where I work. Um, I guess I'll be on Two Belts Radio so, because then it's just it's, it's really just one belt radio. So but we're not going to tell you all that. So here's the thing, though. So probably, I guess I made the entire track list. Everything has to be clean. So it's much harder to find songs to do that. Yeah, especially if you got mixtape joints that you yeah. want to play. So it's it's harder. I could show you what I played. Um, it, it's I tried. So on Wednesday I came in. I was like, okay, I came in 15 minutes early, set everything up. The shit would. It's so hard doing this shit by yourself. And I mean, here's what I mean. I had to set up the stream. I had to get the picture in the stream. Mm-hmm. Then I had to get my playlist here. Then I had to make sure that the music was still playing on air. Mm-hmm. And then I had to. Remember, okay, I have to sign on Twitter to tell people to listen to this. Mm-hmm. So I had then I had to find the Ustream link on here. And then I had to fucking record over there. Oh, my God. So that's like eight things I had to do at once. And I totally under, under, underestimated all how it. much fucking work it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, I forgot to record the fucking show. <laughs> that's the reason why. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. That's fine, man. I forgot to fucking record Not the show. Not super pressed about that. Yeah, 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 But I had, like, I had Pusha T on there. I had the new Rick Ross on oh, there. Oh, I thought you meant you literally had the nigga on there. I was like, God damn. I could have, you, know, you know, I got connections. No, I don't. Um, Pusha T, I played Pusha T, My Blocker. I played Rick Ross, Turn Your Back. Um, Jeezy's new single, God. I played K-Camp, Money I Made. I played, you, you played Jump Out the Face? Oh, I played God, Jump that Out was the Face. That's one of the best tracks on that album. I played album. Hit the Quan. You played Hit the Quan? I played Hit the I like Hit the Quan. I don't really? know. And then I tried to find Flex, but we didn't have fucking Flex. Oh, man, I'm so tight. Oh, I should have put that on there. Um, And then ooh, 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 ooh. I played Mad Other Shit. I got to the rhythmic side where I played Alicia Cara and Justin Bieber and Calvin Harris. I, I played Bristol's joint, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Bristol. He gave me a clean Yo, version a, of he, the song. Did you see? Oh, he was on Twitter this morning, me and scumbag talking about these bitches. Son. <laughs> what was he saying? I wasn't up. He better. was telling a story. He don't oh, fucking sleep, so it's weird. no. It wasn't even early, my niggas. This afternoon, nigga, I'm sitting at home and I get like an alert from Bristol on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at the shit. He's telling a story about this bitch. And first of all, I know he a dumbass because he put the bitch name in it. <laughs> oh, she don't got social media. I was like, but her it's friends freaking, probably follow you. It's, it's a very talented He's producer. produced for the underachievers and, you know, a He's lot a talented of talented producer, but he makes such bad decisions, son. I hate people who make bad decisions. Bro. I don't hate people who make bad decisions. I hate the fact that they don't think before they do these things. No, not at all. It's so It's so annoying to me. Like, it's so, like, I see, like, I'll see, like, a Facebook status of somebody, and I'll just be like, "You fucking stupid." Yeah, fucking you're stupid. You gonna take a second and think about those things? No, it's like why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's just it's whatever. But yeah, he I, be killing me, son. He be killing me. He be, a, his NBA predictions always killing me because he he's always he's a he was like. He's Yo, a, I sh- I've been said this. Yes, he's a, that's his. Tra- been, he's I, a track. He's like he, that's his like trademark state- statement. It's like I've been said he's this. Been, I've been said this nigga. Like I would told you so back in the day, kind of nigga. <laughs> fucking dickhead. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking dickhead. Son. But he's a. We we played his excellent joint. No sound. 
which is dope. I think he's coming out with another joint on Sunday while we drop our podcast. So you know, oh, word. I'm gonna have to fight him about that. But you know, you know, he gotta send that shit to me first. If he don't send that shit to me first, I'm gonna fuck him up. I think he did send it to me. I'm not. He sure. sent it to you. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, email yeah. it to me. But then tell him he still has to send me one because <laughs> I'm not looking like no pussy in front of no nigga. Gotcha. Um, fucking. But yeah, I played. So honestly, I think it it went all right. It didn't go as well as I planned. I'm thick. So it it like disheartened me from continue to do it. I was just like, should I continue? Nah, to you do can this continue shit? to do it. What I suggest is you just get a co-host. Yeah, I was figuring. I was trying to think that as well, but no one was here. That was the weird part. No one was here. I was playing all these fire ass joints, and no one was here. Mm. Like people came in all after the fact. And you know what like you that. can do? You can treat. Um, I need a DJ too. Need a DJ or learn how to DJ? No, I you think learn, learn, I think you could learn how to DJ. I think learning how to DJ would be too hard because Mm-mm. I have to be a host and the DJ and also oh yeah, that is kind of annoying. Twitter. It's kind of like that's that's way too much shit doing with my hands. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, should, I don't know who to suggest to you because no one's no here. one's yeah no one's gonna be able to help you with. That. Does Kill still have school? No, he's not in school this semester. Shout uh, out to DJ Kills. Sh- sh- Yo, check out his mixes. His Summer Heat Sundays mixes. Yes, please. He's got he's got the modern joints. He's got the old dance hall throwback dance hall joints. He's got. What does the, he do when it's like fall? It's like autumn. What? The, the, it's gonna be autumn warm pie. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Cuffing season mixes. Cuffing season mixes. Yeah, he should do DJ a cuff- Kills. 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 Cuffing season mixes. Why I do it for no, I'm kidding. DJ Kenny, <laughs> you make me so horny. All those fucking dance hall dub plates and shit. Uh, <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. Oh man, but yeah, I don't know. I've been so if you, I won't have it this Wednesday because I'm supposed to go back to the dentist. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, maybe I'll schedule it for another time during the week. You going to the dentist for what? I don't want to say on air. I'm going to do a dentist for a crown. Oh, for a crown? Yes. That's all cool. For a crown. So I'm I'm going there. I got like two. You have two? Yeah, I have two crowns. Why? Because I have two really fucked up teeth. Yeah. I, I, this is it. I don't... The, the story of me getting a crown, I remember I told on a date with some girl, and then I'm... As I'm saying it, I mean, she's really interested anyway. And not, like, interested, like, oh, my God, I'm so interested in, like, toothology and shit. But she's- Toothology? <laughs> Is that what it's called? I thought it was, like, orthodontrist <laughs> or, like, BDS. Probably. And but, toothology. Uh, <laughs> I tootho, you tootho, the study of toothology, Spongebob. Fucking dickhead. But she wasn't interested in that. But I'm as I'm doing this and I'm seeing how engaged she is, in my in the back of my mind, I'm like, why the fuck am I saying this? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not something to say on the first date. Oh yeah, you know, I was playing some kid on the playground, and then like he slid my face across the floor, and like, it was a weird situation. I tripped, and then it kind of like, wait, we were playing. You broke a tooth. I chipped a tooth. Yeah. Oh, a long, 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 long time ago. Oh, long. long that time happened ago. to my sister, but that's because she's a dumbass. So, <laughs> so um, there's a slide because I live in the projects. I'm not. I'm not going to dress it up for y'all. I live in the projects, and there are, like, parks built inside the projects for the kids to play in. Yes, because... They, they be having adults there smoking weed while the kids are playing. <laughs> it's like adult supervision, though. Adult supervision. <laughs> you go play with uh, little Billy over there while I drink this Budweiser, smoke this weed, and talk to the single mother. <laughs> that's how it works. That's, that's how I've seen it for, oh, like, the longest man. time. So, anyway, my sister was playing, and she's running up the slide with no shoes on. Yes. Which is already pretty bad, so it's. Smooth. I don't know running it's, with shoes. Well, I don't know. It's a smooth metal surface, though. But like feet, feet like, don't have any real traction like that. But they're still kind of feet, though. Like they're not like socks. She's still got no traction okay. on her smooth ass Spanish bitch feet. <laughs> okay. So let me finish the story. So the bitch slips because <laughs> someone dumped water on the slide while she was going up. That's hilarious. So she falls forward. She falls forward and hits because they kept doing this all the time because it was like hot. So it's like it's like a fun way of playing. She she loses her footing and falls forward, and and before her hands can reach where her face is to break her fall, yes, her face hits the ground first. So she chipped her front tooth, and for like the like I think three or four years after that, she had like a chipped front tooth. That's horrible. That's horrible. For it's okay because niggas used to holla high anyway. Oh, there's really niggas yeah. are savages out here. Niggas didn't care. Niggas One chip two doesn't mean you can't you do know, cool shit. You can't. You know, <laughs> yeah, but it's um, true. <laughs> but yeah, what the fuck were we talking about? 
I don't know. I don't, oh, yeah, I was doing the show. So, yeah, I won't be able to do the show next week. Maybe sometime other next week, but it'll be Wednesdays. This Slim Jesus video that's been going Oh, fuck on. him. Fuck him? Fuck him. I'm tired of... First of all, he's annoying. He's, <laughs> he's annoying. I, he can't really rap. No. He can't really rap. It's not like it's not like there's some sort of saving feature. Like he's a, he's the whitest motherfucker around, around, surrounded by the blackest motherfuckers. Yeah, I was like, what did they? What did they put him up to this? <laughs> yeah, right. Like I thought this was a prank. I thought it was. Yeah, I'm like, did they put him up to this? Did they put him in like they gave him the gun and like they 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 did Stupid everything? I don't know. Everyone's going crazy over this shit. It's kind of kind of annoying. Stupid. It's kind of like. You guys, this was this was my same reaction, honestly, when Trinidad James's All Gold Everything came out, and nah. I was just like, "Why is everyone?" The production was at least very good for Trinidad James's All Gold, but I just like, why are people? You know, I don't think people th- thought it was a good song until it got popping. I think people were just um, people were just interested or in, invested in sort of the visuals and how like crazy it was in yeah. terms of just like yeah how good crazy video. he looked how you know the way he dressed i'm not gonna lie the visuals i think that was the more appealing part than anything that sold the song more than anything i think you're right because in the last few years how many people have gotten popping over one video yeah but there was this other who's that other white kid who does like mad dark moody not who uh, Young Lean? Yeah, or some shit like Young that. Young Lean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got real popping off of that. At least Post Malone has like melodies and stuff. Even though yeah, he... Post Malone stole the melody from Window Shopper for like his <laughs> new his new song called I like, Mood. I like Post Malone. I like him too. I like. I... Unfortunately, you know, he said the N word and now he's fucking up. But like, not fucking up. Like, totally oh, we up. already knew he was gonna say the N word. The nigga wears daishikis. Yeah, it's a... you already knew. But yeah, unfortunately, people don't fuck with that. People saying the N word. Oh, but Future can talk about being a slave master. Future also talked about like said the word faggot in his time. So that's, people don't care. People, people don't just care. give him the pass, right? But um, you knew he was gonna say the word nigga. Stop it. He's a rapper. He's, a- he's gonna <laughs> want to say the word nigga. So yeah, I mean, unfortunately, he fucked up that way. But I think he's got. Hopefully, he drops a project or something. Jesus Christ, come on, man. Uh, words words hurt, but I'm pretty sure he didn't say it to be mean or racist. Nah, I think I'm pretty sure he just said like, "My nigga, hold on," <laughs> or something like that. It was yeah. something. It was something like it wasn't like anything, you know. Look at the color I am, and I say nigga all the time. All the time. I might be of African descent, but that's probably like. Not over like forty percent. <laughs> Not over forty percent. Maybe you shouldn't say nigga either, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. One drop rule. We live in America, <laughs> so I'm a nigga. Oh, that's true. That's absolutely true. That's why Mariah Carey is. All right, never mind. Mariah, um, wait. She's mad white. Like, she's half white. She's only half white. She's half white, but she's considered black because she's has black in her, so she's black. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. What? I thought you meant like she was like a fourth white. I no. was like, oh damn, her parents are like super Caucasian. What else did I want to? She be kissing about? dogs on the mouth. You know, I mean, she kissed Nick Cannon. Same thing. Ugh. I mean, whatever. Go Nick Cannon. I mean, I can't. I he's can. like the most wealthiest like nigga. I hate. He, really? He's, <laughs> he's very very successful. One day you're gonna be like you're gonna be neighbors with the nigga. I feel like we're gonna end up being friends later on. Like I'm gonna be like. If this podcast gets popping, you know we're going to be on Wild and Out, right? Fuck no. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm not going to be... even make a joke, my nigga. I'm going to show up. You know we're going to be on Wild and Out. I'm going to show out. up. It's going to be my turn to say something, and I'm going to just look at this nigga like, you paid me all this money. I'm on... Listen, if he pays us a lot of money to be on Wild and Out, we're on fucking Wild and Out, my nigga. I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to be there in the backstage We're going to be like sitting this. with all the Vine people, all them cool niggas. Nigga, I hope I get to meet all someone like Jesus and Meryl over Half there. naked broads and fucking tracksuits. I'm touching the... butts. Yeah. Um, touching butts. I'm being very savage. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Is there any other new music? Have you heard No Social Media by Wiz Khalifa? What? No, I heard that burn joint he put out with Sway Lee. Yeah, man. That burn joint was eh, slow burn, I think it was. It's called burn. Burn slow. It's, it's called burn. I'm not really feeling it. Yeah, honestly. I'm not feeling it either. Some, Nick, I hate... I hate this Atlanta movement because it gets niggas hype about nothing. I feel here's the, here's the thing that I don't most like about it. I feel like Wiz Khalifa stepped away so far from what made him initially incredibly, incredibly popular. Like people don't understand, he was the most in- popular independent artist 
of like the beginning of like this this decade. He was mm-hmm. one of the most popular independent rap acts. He was like Cushion Orange Juice was one of the most popular mixtapes ever. He was still selling out before he even had a major label. He was selling out shows and doing all that stuff. Granted, he got on a major label to increase his fan base and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I can see the moves he's making, but he's gone so far. He from does whatever is popular. Yeah, he not only changes his like physical style and appearance yeah. to fit what's popular and what's in, but he'll change his music too. It's so like, the, sad. It's not. I think it's sad. I think it's sad just because, It's like, not because it comes up with some pretty good music sometimes. Sometimes, but he's more off than, like, his last album. Did you really fuck with his last album? Hell no. You don't even remember what that last album was called? Nope. <laughs> even the album before what was that. It? Um, Only Nigga in First Class? No, like that was album? the one before that. What was the one after that? Was the one with the uh, Weedem Boys on it? Yeah. What was it called? You don't know say. I don't know, man. Uh, you can't remember the name? I know the mixtape was 28 Grams. Maybe that was tough. I don't remember. Twenty eight um, grams was tough. Black Hollywood. There we oh, go. Oh, Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood. Oh, that's the shit that um Amber Rose was twerking for. Yeah, it was that album. So it's like he's gone so far from what made. I think he was so great what he was doing and his trajectory. Man. He had a strong tra- trajectory, and then he just kind of swerved off base when he was like, okay. He understands. I think I know what he wants to do. It. I think it's essentially he's doing the same blueprint as Snoop Dogg. Oh, okay. Where he just like he he'll be he'll he does songs, but he's gonna becoming more popular. He's trying to become popular, not just for you know his music, just trying to become popular for just being like this figure in hip hop that's just like omnipresent and things like that. Um, but I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm not feeling his music as of late. No social media is not that bad though. Honestly, it's no social media featuring Wiz and Snoop, and it's pretty good. Even Snoop Dogg's part is pretty fucking good. Yeah, because someone else wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg's Snoop Dogg's one of those people I don't always know that he knows what he's doing. He's not fucking up. Like his reggae album was good. So I also Oh, wanna... you wanna talk about um the article? Yeah. You wanna oh, talk about it? Actually I got to read it while I was in class because I don't pay attention. <laughs> so um shout outs to Justin Davis for putting this on my Facebook timeline. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he wrote he, portion of the article. You can see him it. right there. Right there. He's like second to last name. Yeah. Justin yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to OG Johnny Five. Um, you want to go through this list because it's, it's the 20 rappers who are influencing rap right mm-hmm. now. And I, I can see it. Like, I, I, feel, see. I thought this, felt this list was pretty well constructed. I thought it was pretty accurate, honestly. I think, um, a lot of people, all right, so in terms of just like. It's not, it's uh, not current hip hop artists. It's more so like. Influ- who's like we're talking about the legends roster right here. Not even that. I think it's more so because it does include a few current artists, but I think it's more so who's influencing hip hop right now. And if you're not influencing the what's happening right now, you're not really like, you know, you're not really doing anything. So a lot of people came with the argument of why isn't Kendrick on this list? Kendrick is not influencing anything. If anything, Kendrick is highly influenced by number of people on this list. And he's not really influencing anything. I think it's too early to tell if he'll be influencing anything, but I really don't think he will. I think, not right now. No, not right now. Maybe down the line. Maybe down the line, years. maybe two, three albums later. But I, I still think, like, even for Kendrick Lamar, I think Nas, in terms of storytelling, and Kanye West is really the prototype for Kendrick Lamar. Um, But, yeah, let's go through this list. So, number 20 is Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about Ice Cube being on this list? It's not a bad move. He was he was like this one of the seminal West Coast rappers at one yeah, point. Yeah, and he's just, he was the face of the West Coast at one point. Just real raw lyrics and everything like that. And it's surprising out of, out of anyone in the NWA. Well, there's only like two really, really, really popping people in the NWA. Yeah, because the rest of them are right. Dre's not. On, I don't think Dre's on this list, but we'll see. Um, number 19 is Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Fucking legend. Fucking legend. That nigga's the ditto of rap. He's he's changed. He's morphed. He's been able to sustain for the past 20 years. Still fucking popping, Classic debut album. People, So many people still fuck with Snoop, regardless of anything. Yeah, regardless of anything. He he, he headlined, um, was it him who headlined or was it Dr.? No, it was Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg who headlined Coachella a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing set. Just like killing it with hits after hits after hits. He's undeniable. He's un- His influence is undeniable. You can Nigga s- came out with an R&B album with Charlie Wilson on it produced by Pharrell. How many rappers you know can get away with that? I was listening to that. That's a kind of I'm I'm li- I'm going to go back to that album cuz it might be an underrated album of this year. Mm-hmm. I um, feel like it's a very sampleable album. Yeah. I feel like it's just so smooth. Waka Flock of Flame as a- number 18. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Just this nigga knows how to diversify his bonds. Trap music would not be... Where it is now without Waka Flocka? I don't even think it would be here yet without Waka Flocka. Like, he was one of the first original trap songs of this modern era. Yeah, he kind of defined it. Well, I mean, they were still making There's trap, still trap beats. Mu- There's yeah. still trap beats. Right. But, like, no one brought it into the mainstream and made this mixtape shit popular until, like, well, you can argue Young Jeezy, but still, like, I think he was more talking about the actual trap. Yeah, but I'm talking about music. that heavy, like, like that heavy sort of super orchestral sound. I'm not talking about that. We're going to play with the synths and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to make these 808s bump. Nah, he had, like, they were big, huge beats. Like, he had, like I think he was one of the first rappers to be with Lex Luger. Yeah. He's yeah. One of, he was one of the first rappers to fuck with Lex Luger. Hard and, in the Paint. Mm-hmm. Fucking, what's the other song that he had after that? He had, like, a trifecta of fucking amazing records. Um, that came out when he came out. And he was just like, he was very, very polarizing at the beginning. But I think people started to realize his influence way later, not mm-hmm. even way later on after the fact, but maybe like as time go on and realize he wasn't going away. He knows how to diversify his monies too because he's gotten into the EDM thing. Yeah, he's absolutely. They get, they definitely, yeah, they touch on that. But he's, yeah, he's getting into the EDM thing. He may be able to, you know, do something with, he may be able to push that to the forefront as well. You never know. He's already, to me, He's already doing fucking. In, in, he's already made his mark. He had oh let's do it, hard in the paint and oh, no lay do it. Oh lay do it. Oh lay do it. Grove Street party. Remember that Grove Street party. Oh, it's, it's a, a party, party. It's a party. party. It's a party. Tupac number Tupac. seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big Tupac fan though. Um, I'm not just because like he wasn't. I didn't come up in rap when Tupac was. And sort of rap. Oh no! I, I was com- alive. I was in a Biggie only household. <laughs> Deadass, my cousin would only play Big, and like she liked Pac too, but she post- mostly played Big because he had like sto- he had like a smooth flow. Right. Yeah. I mean, smooth storyteller's flow. I, I, I honestly, Tupac. Am- it was like the way he dragged on his raps and the way he rhymed. I. I just didn't find it appealing, but I know he's a very big influence on a lot of rappers. Yeah, definitely, definitely, especially you know. West, especially anyone who really comes to West like, Coast or that poetic feel. Yeah. Things like that, like Wale and like, you know, fifty cent and like all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Outcast number sixteen. Absolutely. Bring in the South when it was not even a sort of hot to be from the South. Yeah. When it was not even the it was strictly West Coast and East Coast. It was strictly California and New York. There was some Chicago mix in there. Midwest was kinda doing its thing. Mm-hmm. But Atlanta wasn't really even on the map and they sort of really, really put it on the mm-hmm. map. Them and then the rest of Goody Mob and then really everything started rolling out. And yeah, they had like Back then, Atlanta had sort of a soulful sound, a sound that drawed from, like, the history of black music. It yeah. wasn't so much samples as much it was, like, we're going to add, like, live instruments to it and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, UGK used to do shit like that, too. Right. Yeah. I think they on this list, too. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they... Mm, Big Avelli. Very Number 15, Max B. Very influential, my nigga. Very influential. In, in New York, just New York, or just rap in general? And just rap in general because his like he was a rapper that couldn't really sing, but it gave such a such a weight to his hooks and things like that because I think that's what what really made him popular. I really feel I don't it know. wasn't super lyricism. It was just like, yo, listen listen to this nigga and listen to how he drones and it's just like infectious. Mm. Yeah, I'll say that. I, I want to say it's mostly I think, New York, I, honestly. I, no, I think it gave wave to like the singer rappers. I feel like people were singing and rapping before Max B, though. Yeah, but I feel not like in like the street sort of. Well, no, no, no. Well, the, Nate like Dogg did that too. You but wouldn't. his was more soulful. I don't know. It's definitely. I get. I, I get what you're saying. I get you what you're saying in terms of cadence of his voice, and it really brought forward people like Future, and French Montana, and, you know, all that other stuff. Because he had that weird lisp, it was crazy. <laughs> Um, number Fuck fourteen, Eminem. Of course, yeah, Eminem, Marshall Mathers. Who could? Who else? He's like the most influential white rapper ever. He's the reason why he. Uh, there was a. I guess what this. Um, what this list. I don't know. I guess this. What what um, whoever wrote it, you know, failed and neglect. There was a lot of white rappers before Eminem, and they. Fuck, mm-hmm. They nearly fucked it up for white rappers, mm-hmm. except probably the Beastie Boys. You had, you know. You mean the people that actually got like people to fuck with them? That wasn't like, yeah. Except the Beastie shit? Boys, you, we had like what Vanilla Ice, who was like cool, who was very popular, but just like also like this is what white rappers are supposed to be. 
he really brought the authenticity and rhymes and everything like that, and people fucked with him heavy. Um, he influenced a lot of white rappers. Not just, yeah, just white rappers, but I think he's, like, pretty much everyone's, in anyone's list of lyricists or rappers, I think he's up there. And I, yeah. he's one of the, he's arguably the most successful rapper of all time. Um, number 13, MF, MF Doom. Doom. Very su- Damn, he looked fat in that pic. He looked <laughs> scary. He, he, looked, like, he looked bloated in that mask. <laughs> He looked like he'd been eating too many donuts. Oh, man. But, yeah. MF Doom. MF Doom. I'm... Pff, MF Doom's style is... Honestly, you can trace it down through, like, people like Earl Sweatshirt and things like that. Yeah. You know, um, he's kind of, like, underground, semi, like, free-flowing rap. Right. Like, it's not... It's, like, everything's tied around a concept and floats around it. And I think he gave way to, like, all the rap weirdos that we like now. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, number twelve, three six mafia. I gotta put them in the same bucket as UGK, right? Because of the the time they came out and the feel that they give, yeah. That that chopped feel, that slow slowed down feel, like where things still feel fast, but it's very slow and. Very... I I like three six. Um, in terms of their influence, I mean, I guess yeah, yeah. They're definitely influenced. I mean, I'm just like I haven't heard. A you ton know? of three six mafia. Oh, That's I why. did. I did when that summer when they were popping. Like the first snipping few some scissors. Snipping. I used to say snipping with some scissors. I'm an idiot. Um. <laughs> oh no! I used to do this. I used to do the scissoring hand gesture. Snipping with some scissors. Snip snipping on some Soldier Boy number eleven. Soldier Boy, the king of ringtone rap. Arguably too high, or just no. Well, maybe they're just naming rappers. I don't know if this. is I like feel like actual, yeah. I don't think this is like pole position. Well, placement. no, they're do actually do. I don't know. They're doing it backwards. So I'm assuming this is they're ranking them. But um, nah, I don't. I don't fucking think this is ranking. I think, I think they're, they're just rank- listing rappers. I don't know. Then why would they go back from twenty to one? Wait, they went from twenty to one. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I think they should have just listed rappers. But Soldier Boy definitely because this is just gonna get mad staticky. Soldier Boy was one of the first artists to get popular from the internet. He was the first. Um, I want to say like really minimalist, really simplistic. Like we're gonna have a dance to the song ass rappers. I think it's more than that. I think I don't know if he was necessarily chose for that or just his influence on internet based popularity. That too, he was he was an he internet was that, and he did it he all YouTube himself. Shows. He produced his own thing. He, yeah, he really like in terms of just like this is an internet rapper who produced his own rhymes, who made it big himself, who got his own deal, who still who writes his own songs because I, I don't think anyone could write those fucking songs. Um, but yeah, he sold millions of ringtones that they say. He really, really, he became a viral sensation. Like, Crank That Soldier Boy was on the internet all the time. And you got, like, a slew of remixes, like Clank That Spider Pig. <laughs> yeah, it, it was an internet, pig. Pho- it was incredibly, I don't want to say internet phenomenon, because I'm going to use that term later, but, like, yeah, in terms of just internet-based popularity, he was really it. Number 10, Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lauren Hill. Undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. Did Badu make it to this list? Badu did not make it to this list. Oh, wait. This is a rapper's list, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> it's a rapper's list. But, yeah, Lauren Hill, the first, uh, arguably, I don't know. It wasn't the only. I think, I think she made. She, it was the first hip-hop album to ever win album of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the speaker box up below did. I think it did. But, because then that would make her the only one. But, um. It's she in terms of just her influence, just not even just on like female rap, because even though like her influence on female rap is massive, like she's a legendary you know, that's female. One thing I felt like this list was missing it was missing like two more female rappers. Like who who do you think else would be? Why did I say it like that? Kim, Lil Kim, yeah. Lil Kim is, an but I think that's more rapper. she she but she influences more just female rappers. I think more of her influence comes from this. Well, yeah, I mean if you wanna. If you don't want to, you know, split it into, I guess, male or female, female. but definitely her sexuality and yeah. her lewdness and her rawness was something that wasn't really seen prior to mm-hmm. that. And she played the LaBella Mafia role pretty well yeah. in terms of just like the, you know, the also the boss right next to Big and things like that. Um, anybody else in terms of female rap? Uh, I'd probably say like, it's like Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott. Bing, Missy. <laughs> Queen Latifah was an influential as well. She's very influential, very powerful rapper for her time because yeah. 
she was one of the few females that gave a voice and she was very popular. She crossed over in terms of just like now she's like an actor and she does so many other things, had her own talk show, all that other thing. Mm-hmm. But also Missy Elliott and just like the style. But style? I, I don't know like in terms of if she actually like was a major, major influence. I think she's a great mm-hmm. I think artist. She's a, I think Missy Elliott was an influence for artists all around because it's like Missy's tracks come on and people just start jamming son yeah I, and if I, you, we're getting into an age now where people are taking her tracks that she did like about 10 years ago mm-hmm. or so like like even further back and then they're just sampling them so i feel like it kind of speaks volumes about her work I, I i agree but in terms of just um yeah it's they say in this article it's hard to imagine the rise of conscious rappers like lupe fiasco kendrick lamar without her and i think that's a great deal mm-hmm. i think everyone sort of in terms of just like the influence of females on anyone in sort of rap, I think a lot of people just kind of like push them in their own yeah, lane. Yeah, kind of dismiss them and say, no. Nah. They're only influ- No, I think they, people say they only influence females, but I think that's really, really hard. This, that's really, really, you know. Niggas still, li- like, I listen to Nicki Minaj's album. I listen, yeah. The like, people I are influenced people by females. I was influ- in terms of just like learning. When I became, um, when I did my show on WCCR a number of years ago, I would go and I'd listen to Angie Martinez's old shows, and I'd listen to that and the format of how she formatted her show. Because I, I really—that's really, what you need. That's what you need for this two bell show, Angie Martinez. <laughs> That'd be dope. I mean, yeah, I like but, Angie Martinez. Yeah, because you, you, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh man, number nine, Lil B. Lil B. Oh my God. We were talk. Me and Blanco have been talking about this for the longest because mm-hmm. I was one of the first people to know. I was one of the first people to notice it and not say anything. But he said it out loud, and I was like, "Yo, he does have such a big influence on rap. Not just internet rap, you know. Not just that we're gonna have one video and get it popping shit. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about his style, like his flow and his delivery and how it's so disjointed. Yeah, people started to take that and just stylize it a little bit and make it more acceptable. I think people did that. Internet-wise, in terms of memes, in terms of you can talk about internet sensation, Lil B was as well, but he, he like was one of the fir- Yeah, memes. he was one of the first rappers to use memes and constantly post his own memes about, like, or fan memes and shit like that. And he's very interactive with his fan base. Absolutely. Especially if you're a bitch, because he's going to post your picture on Instagram. <laughs> Pictures of your feet and shit. Number eight, Drake. Drake. It's very, very... He's very, very... Like, I thought he was going to be lower on the list, because he's sort of modern. Yeah, and and also he's very, he's also very very influenced by you know Kanye West, and I think Kanye West was a little bit high, should be you know his main influence. I don't really think I don't in terms of just influence of Drake, um, definitely in terms of just the um, I think he took what Kanye West did and just like took it to a whole another new level and mm-hmm. just recreated an entire career off that. He um he. It just in terms of just singing and emotions and just like and emoji. N- not so much like pulling back from sort of the hyper masculinity of of rap and not being afraid to express your feelings. Yeah, it's, uh, things like that. And Heartbreak just, and 808s kind of made that Drake. Yeah, it, that it, Drake sound acceptable. Um, number seven, Notorious B.I.G. This motherfucker, this motherfucker ruled my childhood at one point. Re- <sighs> Like, his music, I couldn't escape it because yeah. it was, like, all over, like, my motherfucking house. Yeah. It was all he over was the radio. All, yeah, because, like, over the house, my sister would leave the radio on. In the streets, everything like that. Like, and so when he passed, it was really, it's sort of, like, I feel weird. like I remember when he, I don't remember, like, specifically. No, I remember the date exactly because we had the, the radio on and my sister was like, oh, my God, they shot big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't understand the concept of mortality at that age, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I remember more of Aaliyah passing away than I remember Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac passing away. Mm, I don't I d- remember much of Tupac passing away. It's weird. I, I, I just remember seeing it on MTV News. That's, mm. all, that's really all I remember seeing it on. Um, number six, UGK. Of course, these motherfuckers are influential. These motherfuckers sort of made that dirty slurred sound. Yeah, everything. That- Everything from like crit to future. To when you go b- below Atlanta, I think it's everything below that. What in terms of just like even geography wise, everything below Atlanta in terms of style, in terms of uh, you know influencing that sound. I think uh-huh. they influence. I think they influence Rick Ross. I think they influence like Big Crit. I think they influence mm-hmm. David Banner. I think they influence. Oh hell yeah, David Banner. Yeah, I think they influence a whole bunch of people. The entire entire Texas. I, they're even like sort of influential, even in Beyonce. I think 
Yeah, just actually. A, in just terms of her style and her come up and things like that, I don't think they would, they put Houston on the map. And then, like, even though, you know, Beyonce is not, like, she's just bigger than, like, you know, a hometown girl. Mm-hmm. She's, like, huge. She talks about, using, like, she used to sneak out to UGK shows. Yeah, it's just influential in that. I think they're fucking huge. Um, number five, Nas. Nas, one of the great storytellers of our time. I think Illmatic is the most, one of the most influential rap albums. I, I always of all forget time. to look at the timeline when we talk about the Nas and Jay comparisons, like yeah. when their albums dropped. Because he I came was, out way before Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, he did, and I was like, mm, gotta get kind of give him props because he kind of. He was one of the first rappers who used. Who created his first album was a classic, and I'm not sure a classic and a format. I feel like I don't know how many classic hip hop albums were before Illmatic. That's the thing. He's, uh, he's one of. I feel like he's like when the we inaugural. Gi- yeah, when we started giving that title to hip hop. Yeah, albums. the inaugural hip hop album, and just like the format of that album, in terms yeah. of having multiple producers on the album, a lot of people were just this working with the, one producer. One producer, you know, you you listen to all the the old you know albums. I've listened to old. I've listened to podcasts by um, Peter Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds or Juan Epstein podcast, mm-hmm. which are like very very hip hop oriented. And they have all these old DJs and have all these old artists who talk about, yeah, I had, you know, Marley Marl produce the entire album and from this track to this track. And they had all that thing. He incorporated the, a, a bunch of different produ- – I, I wanted – I think that's – the like, nowadays that'd be considered, like, suicide if you wanted your main project to produ- be produced by one guy. But, yeah, I, because, I agree. Yeah, because, honestly, sometimes people just listen to tracks, not for the artist and just for the producer. Right. And I think – um. I think they were trying to bring that back, though. I think uh, I think you should do that with smaller projects. Yeah, that's the thing. That ki- like I think smaller projects and smaller doses makes it easier. Right. He had Premiere on the album. He had mm-hmm. Pete Rock, Large Professor. That was. Who's I name actually was got to meet Pete Rock one time. Mm-hmm. Really cool dude. Really? Yeah, he's really cool. I met him at my school studio when I was um in high school. Nice. Shout out to Frederick Douglass Academy, and shout out to the niggas making it from Frederick Douglass Academy. Right. So shout out to Charles Hamilton. Shout out to Young Nate. Shout out to Ether, which is like the benchmark of all diss tracks. Yo. That just become. It's the standard. The, it's, it's the standard. And the you ether know, has moved into the lexicon of like language in terms of like, yo, you, you got, got ethered. ethered on that. I wrote an article, and maybe I'll put it up sometime, of just like the top 10 most, e- like the ether in, in, in wrestling. Oh, um, the ethers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just like. The most like you got shut down. Like there's no we that shit that make your you, soul you t- burn slow. Did you talk about when uh, Booker T made his debut with with, which with one? the Rock? The one with two plus two equals Thomas Jefferson. Muscle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He I just talked came about that. out and buried the former WCW champion. I talked, and to... it's not like they made him look like he was on the same level. No, they didn't know. They they really just pushed their brand. The, the so one bad. that just immediately comes to my mind was CM Punk and Kevin Nash. That one really comes to my mind where Kevin Nash was. I think he forgot what kind of era he was in, because it's not. It wasn't the same era where he ran, where he could just be in WCW, yeah, he could just resting on the ropes and shooting and doing all this sort of stuff. And CM Punk came out like, um, pretty much like, "What are you even doing here?" And he was like, "Yeah, I got a, I got a text from, from my, my sister." sister. <laughs> and she said, "Oh my God, Kevin Nash! I thought you were. I thought he was dead. LOL, LOL." And that just like totally ruined anything he had going on. Oh my god! But I yeah. miss I miss a good punk. Yeah. Like just I was watching one of his matches the other day. Oh my god, he's such a piece of shit sometimes. <laughs> Number four, Jay Z. Of course, yes, of course. The mogul, the mogul, the empire builder, the arguably Triple H of rap. One of the yes, one of the most successful rap artists of all time. I'm not sure if he'll go down as the most successful rap artist of all time. It's really arguable with. Eminem, mm-hmm. and I think he he hasn't sold as many albums as Eminem. But when you look at really the influence of Jay Z, I think it's it influences a whole lot more than Eminem. Mm-hmm. Um, his ear for music, I think, is one of his most brilliant qualities his, because it's what this is the thing that's kind of kept him. I it's think, the thing that kept him alive early in the game, and it's the thing that like helped his longevity i think his business mind and who to align himself with really really helped that that's also true. and also just a, a continuing to adapt he's 40 plus and he's still out here like yeah. he's still selling platinum he's still making platinum albums um number three Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. i cannot dispute this at all can't 
He's nothing I can dispute this at all. Lil Wayne is one of the most influential rappers right now. You look at even like what they right here, you look at Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Nicki Minaj, Young Thug, Future, ASAP. He did a Rocky, lot of like there's even a period more where chance he's very, rapper, There's everyone. a period where he was very experimental with auto tune, I think it was like the T Pain era. Yeah. And it kinda got rappers to get more comfortable experimenting with their tracks and their songwriting. I think it got a lot more people I think in terms of his auto tune era, it made it it everything wasn't it didn't have to be so structured. I think with auto tune, a lot of people are still trying to sing, and he was sort of doing this sort of real warbly, yeah, you know, mechanical, just sort of. It's a different way. Like when I listen to I'm single, and when I listen to I, I forgot if he did on Pussy Monster, but like a lot of different things, a lot of different songs he calls with Pussy on uh, it. Pussy Monster, but I like, remember that, to- yeah. that track. Little niggas was singing that in the hallway when we were in high school. It's like you niggas are the chlamydia monsters. You Number two, Gucci, Wop, Gucci, Gucci big Gucci Sosa. Atlanta would not be where it's at without Gucci. Without Man. Gucci Man because he put a lot of niggas on. That's yeah. the thing. People don't realize that Gucci Man not only influenced a lot of rappers to do this hood ass like I'm gonna shoot you in the face with my shirt off ass rap. Right. But he also like brought like the comeuppance of a lot of Atlanta acts like mm-hmm. Young Thug, Waka Flocka, and then Atlanta producers. He put a lot of Atlanta producers on the map. He honestly, I haven't listened to a lot of Gucci Man because I'm not a fan of Gucci Man. I'm a fan of Gucci Man, but like I I recognize his influence. Make you make you pistol whipping nigga. Real recognize real. There you go. <laughs> you got the same shirt on. And uh, <laughs> that pic, he got the same denim shirt on. This nigga got. Um, number one, Kanye West. This nigga look like a testicle in his picture. As I if there would be big any, ass head. As if there would be any anybody yo, else. The most... Yo, doing his lineup must take mad work, son. Look at that shit. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. Nah, that's true. Look at this picture of Kanye, son. Oh, lineup, man. mad hard work. Kanye West is the most in terms of just like. The standard of what rap is now. Rap, production, executive producing. Cold, Kendrick Lamar, you know, everyone, even his even his peers, even Jay-Z, he's influenced. Mm -hmm. Even like people from back in the day, Nas, he's influenced. I think he I think one of his major influences in hip hop was being able to take to take the risk and move your album to the next level and change. He changed sonically. How hip hop was supposed to sound, even when he moved from college dropout to late registration, where he incorporated a lot of the instruments and a lot of just cool, cool, very, very, very um, bigger sounds. And then from there to the stadium music he made on graduation, mm-hmm. and then from there to just the genre bending album known as 808s and Heartbreaks, the most influential album of this generation right now. And even from there to like. One of the greatest albums in hip hop history, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That shit is so just so. This is such a big album. Just a big album, and then changing it again to Yeezus. Like it's fucking. How how can you not? His entire catalog, and then it's not even just his catalog. Like what the fuck? Everything else he does outside his fucking catalog. It's fucking insane. Um, Kanye West is definitely the most influenced rapper right now. I want to give a props to Complex. For doing this list and actually getting it completely right. Mm-hmm. Well, only thing I would probably somehow I would find a way to include, um, honestly, Kid Cudi. You know what? You're right. I think Kid Cudi influenced Kanye West in terms of where he went with that 808 sound. And I think th- Kid Cudi low key influenced a lot of rappers. Yeah, I think he with that like very laid back, very. Yeah, I think he in, Very in terms mellow of m- style. melodic and just hip hop and darker and moodier. When you talk about people like you know, when you listen to ASAP Rocky LSD, or when you listen to Post Malone's White Iverson, or when you even listen to like Party Next Door. I think Party Next Door, but not not so much in the content, but just like the mood, just setting the mood, and just a dark syrupy. That also also comes from you know the Houston side, but I think he had a lot to do with it. I I would if if there is anyone who I choose to include on this list is Kid Cudi. I think he's influenced a lot more than people think. Um, yeah, that was shout out to Complex for making a great list because it was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Justin. Shout out to shout out to everybody. Shout out to everyone who contributed as well. So what do we do from here? Well, we've just reached about an hour. Oh, okay. So, you know what that means, kids? It's time to dip, because I guess we've been doing if you, all these. 
these uh, our our plus yeah. podcast. Yeah, we don't know if you guys really listen to this shit. I think people are listening to it. I think people enjoy it. I think people listen to us while they do their laundry or take a dump. That was cool. That was cool. Shout out to um, shout out to Raisin Brand for having niggas regular. <laughs> shout out to Downey for helping niggas do their laundry. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man, did I tell you I went back on Tinder? <laughs> Yo, you just need you know what it is? You need to be down with the dip set. Do that I? That way these bitches can get their lips wet. That's hilarious. Please. Um yeah, let's end it there. All right, motherfuckers, we out. This we- is episode motherfucker 27. <laughs>